Well, hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Is This Job Right For You? Um, today's episode is a continuation of what we've been doing recently, and uh, it will become self-evident as I introduce my co-host. Um, so for those of you who don't know who I am, it's I'm Raymond Toe, and I'm the owner-operator of Go Recruitment, and we, we do recruitment and executive search and HR consulting for uh, technology companies here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, my co-host is uh, Joel Peterson. Hey, Joel. Hey, RT. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Busy day for everybody. I think business has picked back up. It's it November, right? November 5th, 2020, just to timestamp our call. Uh, so, um, yeah, so everybody, this is Joel Peterson. Uh, Joel, maybe I'll let you introduce yourself. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, yeah, my name is Joel Peterson. I am the owner and operator of the Arbutus Search Group, a local Vancouver-based uh, boutique search firm. And just excited to be on the show again. Awesome. So um, what should we talk about today? I think what we actually we do know what we're going to talk about. We've been uh, last couple of podcasts been really answering some good questions from our audience. Uh, they've been sending us texts and emails and we've been answering questions as they come up. Um, what do you what would you like to do? Joel? Yeah, well, there's one in here that I, I like, I think. It's, it, it can add some value. It's a good question from an HR manager. She says, you know, what is your advice on how to uh, deliver reference checks and how to execute re- reference checks? Hmm. Interesting. It's a, it's a good question. Do you want to, do you want to take this one, RT? And is there any more detail in the question? Like, um, what, are they so, even still valuable or? <clears throat> Yeah. So they're saying, yeah, is it, is it, is it valuable, uh, to, to check them? Um, you know, do we really need to do them? Which I think, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, do you want to elaborate on that or? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a crack at it. And of course, uh, for everyone, this is, uh, both Joel and I have been recruiting a, a long time. So we each have our, our experiences as well. So that, that's the purpose of this podcast too, to sort of share that. So, so my take on that is, they are still valuable. I, I totally uh, agree, um, especially in this age nowadays where you don't maybe know the individual um, as much as you like. So th- they are valuable. Um, what is the best way? So a couple of I'll, I'll jump right to the best practices. So a couple of t- a key takeaways I've I found recently is I like to do the reference check via Zoom or Google Meet because in the past I would do them via phone. And I don't get to see the referees person in, in person. So nowadays, why not take advantage of that technology? And the reason for that, I think, is we can sense some of the uncomfortable questions that may come up. Being able to read body language could tell you a lot. Um, so that that's one suggestion for HR and, and talent acquisition people, right? So, uh, we, and you can elaborate on that too from your experience, Joel. Um, the the other one is listen to what is not said. Uh, so that's a, that's a very subtle because reference checks can be very monotonous if you are just answering questions and taking notes, right? But often it's a conversation and interactive and not everyone who is new to recruiting can can pull that off. So just being mindful of what is not said and even the sequence of how things are said. Um, one example would be, yes, absolutely, I would rehire them. And that's really the bottom line question often. But if that is kind of delayed and it's near the end or it's not even mentioned, it might raise some flags. So mm-hmm. um, I'll shut up for Good a point. sec here and let, let you kind of jump in as well, Joe. What, what do you think? Yeah, great, great points. I think reading between the lines is key. 
and then and then really probing so you know just as you would do in an interview when somebody tells you something validate it by asking them for specifics or maybe an instance where they really did a great job in that area and you know kind of getting the proof in the pudding if you will asking for proof you know without coming out and saying i need proof (laughs) you know um you can really be subtle and and nuance it um but i think i think that's a, a really important thing and just, yeah, generally the tone of the, the conversation, mm. if somebody's super short with you, there, there could be other things going on. If they're not really willing to elaborate and continue talking, it's just yes, no answers. Mm. Those are some other kind of areas for concern or, or flags, if you will, during a, during a, a reference. Yeah. I think one of the things, you know, that I always like to ask is what was the relationship? And so you know, could be reporting structure, could be, did you know them before that? You know, did you go to high school together? Mm. Are you a family friend? Like, obviously, you want to get references that are direct reporting managers, you know, leaders of this individual specifically to talk to so that they can speak to their ability to manage them and be managed by others. But I think, um, you know, outside of that is, is what is the relationship? What was the past relationship and current relationship with this individual to kind of uncover if maybe they're just a family friend or, you know, somebody that's an acquaintance that may, may want to, you know, may have a little bit of skin in the game and want to get them the job as opposed to just giving a really honest reference. Yeah. Yeah. No, good. That's a very good point. Uh, well, you said that family friend, I'm still surprised these days that uh, when I did ask a, ask a candidate for a reference, um, he gave me three, and then later on, as I looked at them, I asked the, the candidate, you know, what's the nature of these relationships? And they said they were all my direct reports. And, and I said, oh, OK, well, what about your supervisor? And then he, he, he said, oh, is that important? Basically, do you, do you need them? <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I said, well, yes. And then I actually put it back on the, his card. I go, well, you've hired people yourself. Like, wouldn't you want to hear of your budget, yeah. you know, from a yeah. hiring manager. Oh, exactly. So just as a note to the audience, if you are, you know, new to this, sometimes you don't want to assume your candidates even know what type of referees they should be providing. I mean, yeah. common sense may not be as common sometimes, right? That, that's that, that phrase. Um, Absolutely. No, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, another thing that came up with, with regarding this question um, is that the speed, this is again, very, very subtle. And that, again, that's part of the value of our podcast. We, we go into a little bit more of the art of it is how fast the referees respond to your request. Um, I've yeah. seen a correlation, maybe, maybe even a causation to the speed and to the quality of the candidate that eventually gets placed. So yeah. be, be mindful of that. Yes, everyone's busy, but you know, think about it. If the referee was really a, a big supporter and thought highly of the candidate you are working with, he or she should respond very quickly, mm-hmm. right? And if there's a delay, I understand travel, time zones, those are all, all valid. But just, just be, kind of monitor that. You know, I agree, Ray. Yeah. I think if you, you've had somebody work for you in the past and they were just a tremendous employee and added a lot of value and were easy to work with, you're going to support them in their next stage of their career, you know, and, and really kind of, you know, make some time in your schedule so that they aren't held up in a recruitment or interview process and finding new work. And so, yeah, you would, you would think that person would uh, speed up the process of getting back in touch with you. So, yeah, I I agree on that, Mm. that topic for sure. What about, so what about, you know, things like social media and doing almost background checks that aren't necessarily references, but 
looking around at the market, um, mm. you know, I guess just on technology and social media, that kind of stuff and doing a background check on somebody. What are your thoughts on that? We do do that. Yeah. And I think even if we didn't do it, I think our clients do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, this could be part of this podcast, but uh, on the candidate side, what, what can you do to really manage your, your online uh, uh, reputation, right? In a broad sense. So, yeah. so be mindful that hiring managers do, do check out your social media, what, what you post, right? So yeah. um, I, I certainly do do that. I very simply, you know, LinkedIn is one. I look at who your connections are, if I happen to know that person. Um, and of course I still need the candidate's authorization to make official reference check. But if I know someone that, you know, is actually, I respect that that's, you know, a small check mark as well. So, you know, the company you keep often, it says a lot too, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That that concept. Totally. Totally makes sense. Yeah. I've I've had, you know, several clients come to me and say, you know, Hey, did you Google them or did you see their Facebook page? And, you know, sometimes there's things that I think, hey, look, you know, everybody's got that summer photo of them having a beer on the beach in, in board shorts or a bikini. Mm-hmm. Let's not judge people for that, you know, a shot in Mexico, that kind of thing. But yeah, if the content that's, you know, they're consistently putting out on social media really doesn't align with your corporate values and doesn't seem like it would align with the values of the corporation. I think that there could be some con- considerations there, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, that might need to be to be uh, in play. Yeah. As you're talking, I'm not sure, again, this is, this is too subtle or too much of the art piece, but how does a hiring manager make sure that the referee has a vested interest in providing a reference, good or bad? Um, I've got one or two ways. I'm not sure they're full, mm. foolproof, but I, I always try to. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I can, if you want to take an answer or I can give you. Kind no, of, go, <laughs> okay. go ahead. Yeah. So I try to make it in their, the referee's best interest. Um, by saying that I could help them down the road, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, be be mm-hmm. honest with me, build a relationship with me as a recruiter, um, because we're often in the same technology space, same segment. Mm-hmm. So uh, the referees could be a director of IT, and I'm doing a reference for a manager of IT, right? So uh, before I jump in, I often uh, kind of explain what I do, and so if the and it kind of is the undertone. So if the if the referee knows that okay, I could be someone of, of value to his or her career, then they're less likely to to BS me as doing that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny how many how many times I've checked a reference uh, and then turned that reference into a client, mm. um, whether they utilized me for hiring on their own team because they just like the questions I asked, I guess, and the depth that I went to in the reference check um, or the, you know, the fact that they, you know, at the end of the call, this happened actually on Friday, mm. um, the reference, we were done talking two references in a row, actually, we were done talking and they both said, so tell me more about your business and, and what you recruit for. And so I started explaining like, Oh, interesting. And then they told me their skill set and said, you know, do you have anything for me? And I thought, wow, that is, that's fantastic. You know, there's, there's kind of a lead right here just in, in having a good conversation with somebody. And like you say, they right away saw some value in the work that we were doing, the questions we were asking and thought, well, I wonder if they have a role for me. So, mm. you know, that can, that can happen at any turn, but that was, that was pretty exciting actually for two of those uh, in the same day. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me when I first started, I uh, of the training I went to, uh, his name is Steve Finkel. He's kind of a, uh, no, he's a recruiter coach. Okay. Um, okay. And that's one of the things he taught us as a recruiter. So if you're running your own 
agency or you're running a desk, as we call it nowadays, or if you're a recruiter mm-hmm. listening to this podcast, one of the best business development tool is the reference check. Um, you know, because we don't really sell anything. It's our reputation, how we handle ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. a, a potential future client uh, really can judge you based on how in-depth you do the reference, right? If you're doing it as a monotonous, just get, you know, <clears throat> uh, check, checking the box versus yep. more insightful, active listening, it makes a difference. And, and it gives the listener a better impression of who you are. So, um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, the analogy I'd use in that scenario is, do you like shopping? And, and this is back when Future Shop was around. Mm. Did you like f- shopping at Future Shop or at Best Buy? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, commissions-based uh, sales reps at Future Shop, you always knew it. You could tell, the, the, you know, the minute you started talking about a product versus Best Buy, they're just there to educate you. You know, they're paid the same whether you buy the product or not. doesn't really matter. Be the Best Buy employee, <laughs> I guess, is the analogy I would use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's great. Well, I think next episode or some future episode, we should talk about um, what a candidate can do to make sure uh, he or she gets the best reference response. Mm-hmm. Um, as a bit of a teaser, right now what's happening is some referees are getting fatigued. So if you are actively mm-hmm. on a job market and you have your three referees, can you imagine how many times those referees are being called, especially if you are you know, have two or three job offers? Um, so yeah. as a candidate, make sure you manage those relationships quite well. And, uh, and then you talked about social media too. There, sometimes social media can, uh, often it can be your best friend. So, you know, if you manage that well, sometimes you don't, you can offload some of the fatigue on your referees. So a- anyway, maybe stay tuned. That's a teaser for the future episodes. <laughs> there you go. I like that topic. Yeah. So, uh, watch for that. So, Joel, yeah, time flew by. Uh, let's give out our contact info to the audience for, to uh, reach out to us, send us the questions or in any future episodes or even guests you would like us to invite to come speak. Um, so mine is Raymond at GoRecruitment.com. My phone number is 778-869-9268. Uh, Joel, yours is? Great. Yeah, you can reach me at ArbutusSearch.com. That's our website. Uh, my email is joel at arbutussearch.com and my phone number is 604-360-7188. Well, have a good day, Joel. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. We got projects on the go. Um, so thank you for contributing. And listeners, if you like to, again, reach out, please uh, reach out to any Joel and I, and we'll be happy to respond. So have a good day, Joel. Thanks, Ray. You too. Take care. Great. Well, that was Joel Peterson of Arbuter Search. I'm Raymond Toe from Go Recruitment, and this has been another episode of Is This Job Right For You?